Welcome to the Salons by JC podcast, your guide to sweet success. I'm Mona, your host, here to provide you with inspiration and empowerment through great stories, business and marketing tips, and so much more, all to support your independent beauty professional needs. On the Salons by JC podcast, you'll get some amazing guidance from other salon suite owners, franchisees, our Salons by JC partners, industry experts, and thought leaders. At Salons by JC, you're on your own, but never alone. In our BLM 52 spotlight, Mrs. Jacqueline B. McCullough. Jacqueline is the proud owner and operator of Michael's Hair Studio, LLC. She graduated from the Academy of Hair Technology with a certification in cosmetology in 2005. Jacqueline also obtained her cosmetology instructor's license in 2007. She will soon be certified as a hair loss specialist by October 2020. Jacqueline's business philosophy is live in such a way that if someone spoke badly of you, no one would believe it. Hashtag integrity. Jacqueline's clients lovingly call her the hair doctor or mad scientist. Her goal is to make you love your hair by providing you with as many healthy options as possible. While working on your outside beauty with hair makeovers, she inspires the inner woman by uplifting, networking, and forming a sisterhood that creates new opportunities. Although Jacqueline is soft-spoken, she has strong convictions. Lean into this one. Introducing Mrs. Jacqueline B. McCullough. Hello, Jacqueline, and welcome to our special BLM 52 Salons by JC podcast. So nice having you on today. Thank you so very much, Mona, for the opportunity to tell you who I am and what am I am about. Awesome. I can't wait to hear. We've chatted a little bit offline, and I can't wait to hear your story. So let's just jump right into it. Tell me or tell us, the listening audience, I won't be selfish. Tell us the, <laughs> about your business story to include what your expertise is and maybe the concept of your business as well. Okay, a little bit about me and my business story. Um, I, my first career, um, I'm a respiratory, registered respiratory therapist. I did that and still currently licensed as a respiratory therapist um, for 22 years. Um, Maybe 15 years ago, my husband's job was relocating us. And I stated to him, I no longer wanted to be in the hospital full time. He said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be a business owner. And he said, what kind of business? And I said, I love the atmosphere of, of the salon and spa where women get together and they um, join friendships and, and tell stories. I love the camaraderie that women have in a salon in a relaxed atmosphere. And he said, well, you can't 
start a business without knowing about the business. So two weeks later, I enrolled in cosmetology school. And upon completion of graduate, when I graduated a year after that, after that enrollment, two years after that, I opened up Michael's Hair Studio. Wow. You are a go-getter. Two years yes, after that, Jacqueline. Wow. Two years after that's... that, I opened up. I worked a year in a predominantly Caucasian salon because um, mm -hmm. I wanted to see how the environments were different. So I worked a year in a um, Caucasian, predominantly Caucasian salon. Um, I wanted to, and I learned tons about color because I knew color. I loved the science, the scientists in me wanted to know everything there was to know about color, the mixing of it, the the um, transformation of a person just with a hair color, um, the transformation of a person with a new haircut. I wanted to know everything. So I worked there for a year and learned all the inner workings and intertwining. And then I transitioned the next year to a predominantly African-American salon because I wanted to see how my goal was to have the best of both worlds. But I had to know what each world offered in order to incorporate the best of both for me. Oh, wait a minute. Let me interject. I love that, Jacqueline. That, that sounds a lot like my story as well. But let me just while you're on that point, what, if you could, and you may be getting ready to get to that, but I'm just super excited about wanting to know the end of that particular story. What were the differences? Because you talked about the scientific process of coloring and you're right. We, we really have to be scientists when we're coloring and formulating and transitioning folks from one color to another, or removing color. But what did you find uh, in the atmosphere of those two worlds? The atmosphere is totally different. Um, well, not totally, but it is different in that the way um, in the predominantly Caucasian salons, the way they book their appointments, um, how they space out their time, how um, the client is almost at a one-on-one -on -one focused when you're there. Whereas in a predominantly African-American salon, because it takes a, maybe a little bit longer to do um, some of the processes to our hair, um, we tend to, we're able to book more than one client at a time, sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. But I learned that the way you cater to your clients are different. Um, the color, as far as the color and being a scientist, that is um, most Caucasian salons, they do color all day, every day. But I knew that a lot of the clients that I had service um, being of the African-American, they wanted colored as well. But because we use different chemicals, they just didn't know how to obtain those same colors and still have healthy hair. 
So I just just dove head in and learned everything I needed to know about the chemicals and how they react and how this chemical would re would react with the um, sodium hydroxide in a relaxer and how the processes worked so that the African-American clients could also get all the same exciting colors as the Caucasian clients. And that's wow. what I, I, so that's, that's what I really focused on is the chemical makeups of the products so that I could know how to service and, and give you that custom style or that custom color. I love that, Jacqueline. That is so good. That medical background and that scientist in you and that just that go getter, go get them spirit is amazing. I love that story. So is that the concept of your business? Do you do um, what all what all do you specialize in in your business? Well, my expertise. Let me just start and say I do not do any commercial hair. If um, it does not grow out of your head, then I choose not to do it. My goal and my expertise is to make you feel great about your hair and the hair that God gave you. If that means you want hair down to your toes, then let's work on getting hair to your toes. If that means you want um, platinum blonde hair, then let's work on you having the healthiest platinum blonde hair that you can achieve. And um, so my expertise is cut color. I do keratins. I do. Um, but my goal is to make you excited about your hair and to help you fall in love and to be able to take care of your hair. That's what I love to do um, here right recently. Um, and this I'm probably going a little bit further, but it it um, goes into the expertise and my concept. Um, because of the scientists in me, I have come to realize that um, six out of every 10 Black consumers wear wigs, weaves, or extensions. 30 million women experience hereditary hair loss. And so I, during our lockdown um, of COVID, started pursuing a um, certification in as a hair loss specialist. So um, the scientist in me perked up yet again. <laughs> and um, I've already completed level one of my hair loss specialist certification. And I'm currently working on... Um, the second level of it, which will be, um, will, which will complete my certification. And that, um, so my goal is to help you love your hair and to grow your hair. I love that. I love that. That hair loss specialist certification that you're, um, you're going for, you've completed level one. Is level two the last level? Are there other levels or is it one of those things that you can kind of grow as far as you'd like to grow into that specialty? Well, to get my certification, level two is what I would need to complete to get the certification. But um, I am a continuous learner. So 
for me, it will not stop there. I will continue to research and learn. Um, also during um, quarantine, I started researching and I came up with my own hair oils. And um, one is to help with um, scalp healing for those that have eczema or dermatitis, or it helps soothe that scalp. And then I came up with a growth oil for those that are experiencing some hair loss. And are those products, um, will you have those online to purchase or will, how will you advertise those products? Because I'm totally interested. <laughs> oh, awesome. They're actually in the, um, they're in the trial phases right now. Um, I have been giving them out to my clients and letting them um, experience them and giving mm -hmm. me all of their feedback. And um, it's been great and overwhelming and positive. And as of right now, it's not online. Mm -hmm. It will be within the next three to six months. Love it. Yes, I will keep tabs on that. I love the statistics that you gave. And I am so um, kind of focused in on our younger generation, especially our younger girls of color and how it does kind of, you know, the, we see the weaves and the wigs and the extensions and I love me a good bundle every now and again, for sure. Not, not, not hating on that, but I love <laughs> no. the authentic approach that you have of loving your hair. And it's so much easier to see issues that are surfacing due to maybe hair loss, um, that's hereditary hair loss, et cetera, if you're not wearing those products. So you can see what really is going on with your hair. And so many times we miss it because we're covering our hair with these beautiful weaves and extensions and braids and all of that. And we may miss the opportunity of really that authentic approach of loving and caring for your natural God-given hair. I love, love, love that. Thank you for yeah. sharing that for sure. No worries. No worries. And so you've talked about your target audience, kind of your ideal clientele with kind of what you've expressed with the natural hair approach, your, your color, your, the scientists in you and really learning all the, the inner workings of color. That's amazing. And that's something that's so needed, especially when we're trying to use uh, chemicals, relaxers or other chemicals and still want color. So that's, that's a major undertaking. So would you say, or what would you say your personal philosophy about business in general is? My personal philosophy is um, live in such a way that if some someone spoke badly of you, no one would believe would believe what they said. So integrity Wait, is retweetable. You you got to re say that. That's a tweet <laughs> and a post and a and a text and every. Please repeat that. I don't want anybody to miss that. I love it. Okay. Okay. So my philosophy is live in such a way that if someone spoke badly of you, that no one would believe it. So I am a firm believer in Jesus Christ. And I always say to my son, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Integrity is important. 
if it's something that I feel as though is not healthy for your for you or your hair, if it's um something that I feel that um someone can um provide to you. Um, for example, some of my clients during the summertime want braids. If I see that it's another young lady in the salons by JC in Greenville um, that can provide a braiding service, I will go to that young lady and say, this is a person that can accommodate you. I believe in integrity. I believe in always telling the truth, being honest and and we will work together as a team to achieve your hair goals. Not only that, in, in the salon environment that I have created, the one thing that I love the most is that not only are my clients clients, but we're almost family. Um, we are family. Um, even my clients end up interacting and their daughters end up meeting and hanging out and the we form bonds and do wine tasting. Um, we celebrate each other's birthdays and and it all forms with them meeting in my environment. We are a sisterhood. We are a sisterhood. It is a sisterhood of empowerment and uplifting. And if it's if it's somebody that's doing something great and want to share and bring you along, they will do that in my environment. And I love what God has created in me to bring those people together. Oh, I love that. I love that, Jacqueline. So you bring people, when you bring people together, it sounds like you leave them better than they were when they walked in your, your doors. I love that. I absolutely love that philosophy. So tell me then, what advice would you give someone else who aspires to start a salon business one day? So the best advice I have for a young lady or a young man is to please do your research. I'm a firm believer in serving. Serve under someone that you aspire, you admire. Um, serve under someone that you know that can lead you in the right direction. Serve, serve under them for three months, six months, so you can learn everything that they have to offer. And then, and then ask them for help if you need that help. But serving, serve where you want to go, so where you want to go is my motto. So if you see this salon, that is doing very well and you really like the environment there, you like the ideas of the salon, serve there. Go and sew in that salon for a little while. Learn all the inner workings and then take your concept and do the same. Mm, yeah. That apprentice, being an apprentice, I was an apprentice years ago and I think you're right. That That is so important because what it taught me was uh, the folks that really kind of guided me initially head on, I was doing the same for others. It's kind of a paying it forward. So I really love that advice. 
serve in a salon so someone can teach you. They, they've been there, done that. And I think so many times um, that opportunity is missed because we're so ready to just jump in and um, maybe not know or even have that scientist attitude or mindset that you had where you were digging for the information, but we feel like we maybe just have the talent and we just go for it. So that is some great, great, great advice. Serve because under being someone. a salon, yes, being a salon owner is more than just talent. Being in ownership, you have to know the business and the workings of it. It's not just, I am, I am super blessed that I have a a spouse that is a master business mind. So because of him, he knows all the inner workings of business. But in that same concept, we also know people to ask, go get you a CPA and understand taxes. Go get you a um, form a partnership with a color line and learn everything there is to know about that one particular color line before you move to multiples. Yeah. Just, just really understand. And, and you're so right. Apprenticeships are so lost. I think all of us need to get back to that. Even if it's with all the new things in the industry coming about, let me serve you. I have a friend, um, uh, a fellow, she's a barber. And she's amazing at what she does. I want to, to learn, get better at clipper cutting. So she's hosting a class. I chose to serve her. What do you need me to do in this class? What do you need me to help you do? So for her, I help her with registrations. And in, in my help, I was able to learn some of the techniques Ah, love that. I love that. And it's so that now that you mentioned that as well, serving, there's so much that we can learn from each other because, you know, we're old school, you know, we've, we've been, been around a bit and we know what it means to even, I think maybe even some of the younger um, stylists may not even, even remember apprenticeships or even remember anybody talking about apprenticeships. I don't know. I'm not really sure I should check into that before I just assume, but what I hear you saying is we can all learn from each other because there are some ideas about marketing and online presence and all of that, that the younger generation can teach the older generation and vice versa. We've got so much foundational knowledge that can really help people out and serving them, like you put it, is I think that's the way to go. I really like the way you, you kind of frame that and makes me think even more about what I can do uh, to serve other people and learn as well and as learn. give the knowledge that I know. Yeah. Never stop learning. Mm -hmm. You said you were a lifelong Never stop learning. learner. Yeah, I love Most that. Most definitely. Love it. I love that love too. It. So listen, let's talk about this. You mentioned uh, quarantine and COVID-19. Let's talk about that. COVID-19 and the racial unrest that's come about even after COVID-19. It has painted such, uh, such a picture, such a, quite a picture in the last six months. What are your thoughts on those two subjects? Well, um, I was actually diagnosed with COVID-19 last Monday, a week ago today. I am actually recovering right now at home. Um, 
it was an eye opener. I am because I've worked in healthcare. My clients will tell you I am over sanitized and <laughs> and I clean all the time. Everything smells like bleach all the time. Um, but you just never know. You just never know. Um, COVID-19 has, for me, in the beginning of the early stages of quarantine, it, it just gave me new fire um, to learn because I sat and I watched the Madam C.J. Walker story and I was I admired her tenacious spirit and her drive to not take no for an answer and to keep reinventing herself and to keep reinventing herself and to keep learning. And that's when my hair oils decided to come to fruition. Um, COVID-19 is just another way for you to reach down in you and understand what God has given you to go to the next level. It doesn't mean stop. It just means to be careful, which is what we should have been doing in the first place. Um, as far as the racial unrest, my goal is not to have that. My mom was really instrumental in having my brothers and I understand that there is no color. Um, we were the African-American family in the only African-American family in a all-white neighborhood at the time. But everybody loved us. Our house was the house that they came to to play. Everybody hung out at our house. Um, to this day, my brother's friends look like um, the United Nations. <laughs> and we mm -hmm. love that. Um, I teach my son that. And in the salon environment that I'm in, my goal is to reach out to my fellow sweet mate and to have open communications. If it's something you don't understand, please ask me. I don't mind explaining to you. And I hope that you will be as welcoming when I have a question for you, because culturally, some things are done differently. But if we have an open dialogue, then we'll understand each other a little better. Um, I just want us to be open and communicate more and not be so quick to judge. I think this is a great opportunity for us to to just be less judgmental and more loving and to communicate a little better. And that's what I try to teach my son. Um, son, don't look at him and prejudge. Ask him how his day is. Ask him what could you do to make his day better? Because in the end, it will make your life better. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Yes, you're so right. Conversations need to be we need to have those tough conversations. And like you said, we're we're more alike than we are different. Our experiences are the only thing that's different, right? We still love our families. We still want the best for humanity. And 
I love that you talked about your son who you're teaching that. And I, I would say that this younger generation, again, I love young people. I love millennials. I love them all because they don't see color the way uh, the rest of the world does. I think that largely the responsibility is the great thing that you've done in raising him that way and just instilling that in, in his mindset and his heart daily. So I love that. And open having an open door policy for your sweet mates at Salons by JC. We we're all in this together. And we, Most we have definitely. Yeah, we've got different backgrounds and skin color, but we're all in this together. So I love that you said you go you reach out and they uh, you would love to, for them to be able to uh, have afford you the opportunity to reach out as well. So that's that's good share. Thank you so much. We want to hopefully you're going to be getting better every day. And we know that you will. And recovering from COVID-19 is just so elusive. As you were saying, you're disinfecting, you're sanitizing. It's just an elusive um, issue right now that we hope and I hope and pray that it's eradicated sooner than later. But it has brought to your point an opportunity for us to kind of settle in and reflect and grow. You said your, your hair oils came out of this, just to listen to all of the opportunities and all of the things that are within us that we're kind of sitting still a bit. So um, I think that's, that's awesome that you're able to even create while you recovered. Yes. Yes. And, and it's really important that we reached out because we are all resilient people. We're all resilient. We've all had trouble sometimes, but we've all came through on the other side. So just keep busy. Keep your mind busy. Read, research, and find out what the, what can you do to make someone someone else's life better. And I promise you, by making someone else's life easier or better, it will always make give your heart joy. I love it. That's a great way to end. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. You have been so informative and such a, a breath of fresh air with your approach on life and your your philosophy on giving and serving and teaching and and just creating. So thank you so much. And we enjoyed you. And I know I enjoyed you. And I know the listeners will as well. Can you tell us where you you are, how people can reach you? Sure thing. And again, thank you, Mona, for the opportunity. Um, I am located, my, the salon is Michael's Hair Studio, and that's spelled M-Y-C-H-A-L-S, Hair Studio. I am located in Greenville, South Carolina at the Salons by JC. I am suite number 11. And um, you can reach me via Facebook at Michael's Hair Studio. And you can also reach me Instagram at Michael's Hair Studio. My email address is M-Y-C-H-A-L-S-07 at gmail.com because seven is the number of completion. Absolutely. (laughs) I love that. I love it. Yes. Well, thank you so much again. And I know that your story is going to really inspire those who hear it. And it's just been a pleasure. You're so welcome and you're welcome back. 
So can I call on you again just to kind of pick your brain and see what's new? Because I know you are going to, you're destined for great things. Thank you. Thank you, Mona. And by anytime, anytime we can collaborate or on anything that I can be of help to others, I would love to do it. Awesome. I appreciate that. You be well and we'll talk soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Salons by JC podcast. Tune in next time for another sweet success episode. If there's something you'd like to hear on a future podcast, send us a message. If you like what you've heard, follow us on your favorite podcast channel. For franchising opportunities or for more information on becoming a luxury Salons by JC suite owner, visit our website at salonsbyjc.com. Have the professional life you dream of and we'll help get you there. At Salons by JC, you're on your own, but never alone. So keep dreaming big. Until next time.